Mental Mamas podcast. This is Riley and Jaden. And today we're going to be talking about therapy, but for children. Yeah, parent teacher, or pa- parent teacher, PCIT, parent child interaction therapy. So not parent teacher conferences. No. Man, I'm at the wrong area. <laughs> <laughs> I came underprepared. <laughs> Um, so we're going to go ahead and here start with our Gooper Awards. I will start this week because I, like last, like two weeks ago, am just here. (laughs) (laughs) This is my area of expertise. (laughs) All right. So, um, I guess it would have been a month ago by the time this posts, but I went to my psychiatry appointment and um at my psychiatry appointment they're only like five minutes long because it's like a med checkup and they're like cool cool and i'm like cool cool and then we you're only five minutes long for psychiatry yeah yeah oh do you go to do you go to the sanford too oh well mine are like half hour no mine are like maybe half hour to an hour maybe 15 minutes um (laughs) All right. (laughs) But no, and then later she comes and I have a bill for $40 and I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) But I like, you have to go. Otherwise they don't prescribe you the medication. They're like. Yeah, they don't give you refills and stuff. They're like, I need to check to make sure you're doing okay. And I'm like, well, I think I'm doing great. So let's move on. (laughs) Meanwhile, here I am not doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so it was early in the morning and, um, everybody was super talkative because it's like a psychiatry, everything. And I didn't tell you one part, but it's not, it's not appropriate. So I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to tell me later then. Cause it's, it's pretty funny. And I was like, uh, at least Jaden would love that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Okay. Speaking of things that you think of me i saw last night really late last night that you sent me a tiktok and the message was like i thought of uh, this made me think of yes. you or whatever i haven't watched it yet but i can explain it so at work we've started um there is like a tiktok thread that this one guy is doing and it's just things um that your insecure girlfriend would say to like yeah. their manager <laughs> And, um, like, the first one was just going up and asking your manager, if I was a worm, would you still hire me? (laughs) (laughs) I loved that because I was like, oh, my God. And we asked Eric that, my manager, and he was like, he just, like, looked at us because we all started laughing, right? And (laughs) you're like, none of us can do this with a straight face. Yeah. Well... uh, one of the girls, she tried. She tried so hard. It's just like, <laughs> oh my god, yes. Immediately. <laughs> he, he, like, looked at me laughing and, like, looked at everybody else just like, okay. Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm glad that your wife has a lot of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us are really insecure. My favorite is Chris and I will be laying in bed. And we cannot go to bed at the same time because we will just spend all night talking to each other. It has been 11 years of being together, and I still cannot stop talking to him in the middle of the night like I'm a 10-year-old at a freaking sleepover. I do that sometimes, though, too, because then I'm like, oh, okay. Well, because in my mind, when I go to sleep, I'm like, okay, here's the things I have to do tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Mason's got to know, and he's next to me, so. 
I'm just going to talk to him. But I always, I'll be laying there and I'll do, would you still love me if I looked like this? <laughs> and Chris is like, no. I'm like, I'm so mean. <laughs> I know. It's, I love the worm one. Cause <laughs> I asked him if he would still love me if I was a spider. And he told me he wouldn't. So there's that. <laughs> well, we have some talking today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I see how it is. I mean, I don't like spiders either, but if you guys were spiders, I would love you. Um, I wouldn't kill you. I'd put you outside probably because <laughs> heebie-jeebies. I'm cold. <laughs> okay, then I would put you in an enclosure. I didn't even think about the fact that you might be cold. <laughs> you really care. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we got to start the next episode. Would you still be my friend if I... <laughs> okay, yeah, we're going to come up with a list of really ridiculous ridiculous things yes would you still love me if um and that's instead of a goober word that's what we'll do okay um but anyways uh, i have the same response every time when somebody asks me how's it going i'm like it's it just comes out i don't think about it but i'm always like it's going and then we move on with our lives yeah and it's fine because no one wants small talk yeah exactly how is it going it's going and then uh, yesterday that's how my psychiatrist greeted me so i thought <laughs> she goes hey riley how's it going and i'm like oh, it's going and then she wrote it down and i was like oh my we're starting already <laughs> I, all right i didn't realize that this would go on my permanent record <laughs> hasn't come up yet but i'm really assuming that in my notes now in my chart it's going to say patient said it's going <laughs> it's going for the patient it's going for the patient <laughs> like that's just a midwestern thing to say it is it's i'm very stereotypical basic midwestern girl just leave me alone <laughs> i literally went into my like into work after my appointment and my manager goes hey how's it going and i start laughing (laughs) you're like this is going on my permanent record i know i'm like well now i gotta rethink everything i say (laughs) rethink everything i do that's great Uh, it's going (laughs) and meanwhile i tell you that story and you're like i think your psychiatrist sucks i still think your psychiatrist sucks because you said, oh, it's going. And usually she would be like, all right. So like my psychiatrist would be like, all right, so what's going on? Like, is this, that, and the other thing okay? Like what's stressing you well, out lately? Yeah, then we went into my stresses in my life and I listed them out and she wrote them down. And then she said, oh, it seems like you're fine. Like, no. <laughs> Do you know what my, That's my psychiatrist That's part of depression. It's just normal depression. <laughs> That is my same lady who did say that. (laughs) Do you know what my psychiatrist says to me if I tell her something is wrong? Hmm. Do you think we need to go up on your meds? Oh my gosh, that would annoy me though. Well, and if I say no, I think it's fine and I think it'll pass. She's like, all right, that sounds good. But um, yeah, no, she's very much like... This is what we can do medication-wise. Here's some therapy options. Like, do you need She's to talk just, about this? 
she's just super straight to the point in all business. I was definitely very taken off guard when um, we would just talk about things and everything and like she wouldn't like acknowledge it. I was definitely really not acknowledging. You were just making weird faces. She's I'm a sorry. Doctor. I just think that she's a doctor. Her are only, only in it job, for the money. Her only job for me is to make sure that my medicine is all right. And it's all right. All but right. if you're having issues, then it's not all right. I'm always having issues, though. I mean, same. I said, and I, I see. Me, I went through everything that's stressing me out in my life. And, you know, she made the whole list. And I, then I was like, but I'm fine. And she would believe me. And I, I'm happy with that. <laughs> she shouldn't believe you. That's not her job. Her job is to be like, all right, I understand that you think you're fine, but you're not fine. I don't want somebody to tell me that. I'll be like, um, you don't know me. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly and <laughs> it was it was pretty funny because she was she asked me she did ask me i had an opportunity and i just didn't take it she was like do you think we do need to go up on medication and i was like no i don't, I don't know and, I, and meanwhile my in my mind i'm thinking my therapist wants me to go up <laughs> i try okay so i've gotten really good at not just like letting other people make those decisions for me but sometimes when my therapist is like oh we can try this type of medication or we can go up on this medication i'm like do you think it'll help and if she says yes then i'm like all right let's do it like i literally just let them make decisions for me because half the time I'm either going to well, self-destruct. Yeah, I'm either going to self-destruct and not take my meds or I'm going to take my meds and be a functioning human being. No, I take mine religiously because if I don't, I convince myself I have an aneurysm. So <laughs> um I if I don't take mine, I just become a raging asshole for no reason. Oh, I do that too. Um burn bridges, things like that. Yeah. You know, normal stuff, but yeah, I'm the the aneurysm um, ER visit is not something I can afford. So <laughs> this is the moment when you text me. Am I being irrational? <laughs> the way I text okay, you, but then you would be like, "Oh my gosh, you should go in." Because yeah, I'm... that's true. I'm an irrational person. Don't text me. Text Sydney. <laughs> You would be like, no, no. Oh. I'll come get you. Let's go. <laughs> ER visit for the besties. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then I, recently I did go uh, into the, not recently, it was like over COVID. I went into the ER for a really, really bad headache. Like I couldn't walk kind of a thing. Like Mason had to actually carry me. Oh. <laughs> um. And then they were like, well, we don't see anything, so let's do a CT scan. And I was like, I can't afford that. And my headache feels good now. Let's go home. <laughs> Did they just give you a pain medication or something? Yeah. Yeah. Something that actually worked. Because I had already been on Tylenol. They just have, like, that cocktail that's, like, like Tylenol tramadol. plus something else or yeah. something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Work- I'm ready. <laughs> work update. Um, so just so we know, we're all aware a few episodes ago, who knows how many episodes ago, Jaden found a ghost at my work. 
Um, okay, so I am convinced that it's every other Friday this ghost is going to mess with me. Because the first Friday, I heard the clipping sound under the nails. He's very under the organized. Stairs. Yeah, under the stairs. And I called the service manager, and he came up and was like, you're crazy. I don't hear anything. And then nothing happened for a little bit. And then another week, another Friday... I swear someone turned on, like, the light was on when it wasn't supposed to be, and I, I already made sure it was off, and I was hearing the sound of the printer. Okay? This, not this week, but last week, um, I was sitting at my desk, and I kept hearing tapping on the window. No, I'm not into it. I'm on the second <laughs> floor, and I'm sitting there, my back to the window, and I'm hearing... No, that's not okay with And me. I'm like, it's a bird. Like... You know, not a big deal. Was it raining? No. Okay. No, it wasn't raining. Um, and it happened it, a few minutes and it happened again. And I finally like turned around and looked and there's nothing out there. And I'm like, okay, um, we're just going to pretend that didn't happen. Yeah, that's what I would do. So I can, and I would try and like blink it out of my mind. That never happened. And move it on. Yeah. Well, it continued to happen all day no not okay and every time it would happen i was just like this isn't happening (laughs) i'm not hearing this it's like that um you know in in tick on tiktok when people talk about like spooky stuff in the woods if you hear it no you didn't or if you see it no you didn't yeah that it was that mentality of no i didn't Mm -hmm. and i just kept hearing this tapping on the window and then on the second floor and then you get and then i didn't and then you get eaten oh no by a zombie no no but uh yeah so nothing happened this friday but last friday the ghost was tapping on the second floor window trying to scare me and it didn't work who else heard no one i was there by myself and i'm not about to call the service manager again and be like hey someone's tapping on the second floor window because he already thinks i'm a nut job how many times has he asked you how you're doing (laughs) i haven't seen him i saw him this week sometime He's avoiding and you. And he introduced me to a new um, a new hire. And he goes, this is Jaden. And that's all he said. <laughs> and I was like, hey. <laughs> went back to your dad. Yeah, I just went. I went back to what I was doing. Like, don't interact. Because... I already, he already thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> and he's probably walking down the hall telling this new person, don't mind her. She's just a little nuts. She's really good at her job. She's doing her own thing. <laughs> just don't, just ignore her. <laughs> but let me know. <laughs> yeah. For me, if I was, see me, I'd be like, I'm into that gossip. It's the crazy <laughs> For the service manager, he does sound sincerely concerned for Yeah, you. no, he's a wonderful person, and I think he probably was genuinely worried about me. <laughs> but at this point, I'm like... I'm genuinely <sighs> worried, too. It's yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I've accepted it at this point, so it's fine. Um, but no, there's a lot of drama at my work. Oh my gosh, same. I literally live for it at this I do point. Too. That's all I want to hear. Okay. Let's talk about PCIT, parent-child interaction therapy. Oh my gosh, how does this go into scary? It is scary. When you first start, you have no idea what you're getting into. Okay. And you, all you know, so what, all we were told is that PCIT will help us learn how to manage Eloin's behaviors. 
And I don't think you've ever seen any of her big meltdowns, have you? Um, just The ones like, where, like, we have to restrain her? No, probably not. Okay, so Elowen, she as she has gotten older, she's kind of grown out of it. But she still has meltdowns where she will scream and cry for two hours in her room. And I have to physically pick her up and move her to her bedroom to separate her from people. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she was younger, like the twins' age up until she was probably three, mm-hmm. she would have these fits where she would destroy anything within reach. She would attack anything within reach. Right. And we would wrap her in a blanket and hold her like a baby Mm -hmm. and just hold her while she screamed and thrashed until she calmed down. Yeah. Because we didn't want her to hurt herself or anyone else or Mm -hmm. anything else. Yep. Um, And now her outbursts are less, Mm -hmm. especially with, like, her medication and she's on a mood stabilizer and everything like that. Yeah. Um, but she still has, like, she refuses to listen. She does not follow directions. She will blatantly ignore you. Mm-hmm. Just, like, everything that gets under your skin. Yeah. And the worst part yep. of it is Elowen doesn't respond to punishment. Mm-hmm. You can ground her from everything. And she'll be like, all right. Mm-hmm. And it it doesn't matter to her. Yeah. She could not care less. There's no, we've tried corner time. We've tried grounding. We've tried timeouts. We've tried mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And she just doesn't care. Yep. The other day, so we still, we're still doing the grounding thing because she's old enough to understand, like, when I'm in trouble, when I do something I'm not supposed to, I lose these this privileges. Privilege. Yep. Yeah. So, she has an issue with staying in bed. Mm-hmm. When we put her to bed, she will consistently get in and out of bed. Yep. And not go to bed till midnight. Mm-hmm. She's six. She has to be up at six in the morning for school. Yep. She, she has ADHD. Sleep is so important for her brain. Mm-hmm. And she refuses to sleep. Mm-hmm. So, we have a rule. If you come out of your room after you've been put to bed... Especially if she comes into my room because the twins still sleep in our room. Yep. Um, and if she comes in, she's not exactly a quiet child. Mm-hmm. And it wakes them up and then they don't go back to sleep. Oh, God. <laughs> so we have the rule that if she comes out of her room after we have put to bed, put her to bed, and especially if she comes into our room, she is grounded. Mm-hmm. The other day, this is an example of Elowen not caring. Mm-hmm. The other day, she comes out of her room, comes into my room and goes... I know I'm grounded, but, and then proceeds to tell me whatever it was that she wanted to tell me. Yep. It's like, no, you, it's so hard <sighs> to parent then. Yeah. Cause like, there's nothing you can do to get that across. Yeah. And I've complained to my mom about it. And my mom has been like, yeah, you were the exact same way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know I still am. Mm-hmm. I don't respond like out of spite. Yeah. Like, I know that that's where she gets it. Yep. And it's so hard to manage that. But PCIT has actually helped us a lot. So mm-hmm. what is PCIT? It's an evidence-based treatment for young children with behavioral problems. Um, and how it works is it's conducted through in-the-moment coaching sessions where you and your child are in a playroom. So for us, we go in. Elowen picks, well, used to pick. 
when mm-hmm. we first started, she would pick who she played with first. And we do five minutes of play mm-hmm. where we don't have any coaching or anything. We right. have like an earpiece. Yeah. Um, and we, it's child led, child directed interaction. Yeah. Um, and we go through and we play with her. And then, so like our first session, we went in, we played, and then halfway through, our therapist came onto the speaker and said, all right, I want you to say, okay, we're done playing this. We're going to play this now mm-hmm. and see how she responded. Right. And it was very hard mm-hmm. to transition because she did not want to do it. And then at the end, she was like, all right, I want you to have her pick up all the toys mm-hmm. by herself. Yep. And I, it was tooth and nail. Her and Chris could not mm-hmm. like she refused to play. She was very aggressive with him. She yep. was intentionally pushing his buttons. Yep. Like you could see him shutting down mm-hmm. with her because she was just pushing and pushing and pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've done a lot of sessions and it has gotten a lot better, but we're still in those playrooms and we actually do. So in phase one, it's focused on um, establishing warmth, in your relationship with your child and learning and applying skills to help your child feel calm, secure and secure in your relationship and good about themselves, like Mm -hmm. confident about themselves. So we use pride skills, which is praise, reflect, imitate, describe and enjoy. So like praise, giving labeled praise. Hey, you're doing really great at building that. Hey, I love how calm your body is. Mm -hmm. Um, Reflect. So if they say something, like, um, our last session, Elowen was, we were playing restaurant or something. And I said, I wanted a milkshake or a smoothie or whatever. And she was like, all right, I'm going to use this milkshake machine and it has marshmallows. And I'll be like, oh, it has marshmallows. Yeah. Like you just kind of, and it's a way to show them that you're, you're listening. listening. Yeah. That's, yeah. And um, it's not as, yeah, that's really interesting because it's not as easy to do as like you might think yep imitate so basically just like following their lead and Mm -hmm. doing what they're doing yep um describe so this one is really hard for me Mm -hmm. i am so bad at this one Mm -hmm. um describe what you see them doing so she could be like this is chris is really good at this Mm -hmm. he'll see like because he has worked so hard with this yeah um they do a lot of coloring because it's something that they both like to do. Uh-huh. And he'll be like, oh, I like how I can see that you're using this color. I really like how that looks. Yeah. Or, hey, I see you're staying in the lines. Nice job. Mm-hmm. You know, just telling them what you see them doing. And it has gotten to a point. It's so stinging cute because <laughs> I can sit in the room with the therapist and she watches from a camera. Right. And so I can sit in there and watch them play together. Yeah. And like... Like I said, they do a lot of drawing. So this last session, they were drawing on the whiteboard. And Eloin's a left-handed mm-hmm. child. She draws left-handed. And Chris was standing on her left side. So she was turning her body like this mm-hmm. and drawing and leaving it open for him to see what she was doing. Mm-hmm. And that is such a big thing because she was, like, looking for his attention and his praise. Yeah. And they were drawing together and working on the same picture. And it was just... It's so cute. Mm-hmm. I just, I cannot explain <laughs> how much I love it. 
It's so cute. <laughs> um, and we actually do these playtimes every night at home as well. Mm-hmm. We take five minutes um, individual with her. So, like, I play with her for five minutes and do whatever, you know. Yeah. And we work on these skills. And then Chris takes five minutes and plays with her and works on these skills. Right. And then we have don't skills. Oh, I forgot enjoy. Obviously, like, have fun. Yeah. You know, enjoy yourself. Yes, it can. It feels weird to play pretend when yeah. you're an adult. Yeah. But don't worry about that. Just, like, feel good about the interaction mm-hmm. and have fun. Because if you're having fun, they're going to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the don't skills. So questions, commands, and criticizing. Don't ask questions. And this one, I'm, again, really bad at this <laughs> one. Because working for, working with kids um, with disabilities, we're told, ask them questions about what they're doing. Yeah. You know, engage with them. Yeah. And That's so I've exactly had to it, untrain. And yeah. our therapist always says, like, it's such a Midwestern thing. To ask questions. To I, ask I, questions. I know I do that, too. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we're throwing the ball. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So, like, when we play restaurant, when we played restaurant, I had the hardest time being, like, not asking, oh, what does this restaurant serve? Yeah. Because that takes the control away from them, from the child, and brings it to you. Um, you're directing it and okay. that's not what you want to do. Okay. You want to let them direct it. Yeah. And this is, like I said, stage one. We haven't gotten to stage two, but I do talk so about So how would you two. do it in a restaurant situation? Then? Um, I just pretended to hold the menu and said, oh, I wonder what kind of food this restaurant serves. Oh, and then she... And then leaving it up to her to okay, tell so me. so you use those I wonder statements. Then. Or like, um, you know, open-ended statements. They're not questions, but statements. Yeah. To prompt a response. Mm-hmm. Um, commands, not, I'm also kind of bad. Commands and questions are my two really bad don't skills. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten so much better at it. Like the last couple sessions, I've only had two. Yeah. Um, do's and don't, or like don't skills. Yeah. And then um, it's kind of like a competition between Chris and I for the pride skills, who gets the most. Right. Um, but the commands like don't give commands to them don't tell them to do things so one thing that I struggle with and I always view it as like a open-ended question but I'll say let's do this okay and that's considered a command oh is it yes exactly that's why I struggle okay so how would you um tell them to clean up at the end then um you could just say okay it's time to clean up I'm gonna start cleaning up oh okay you know, like yeah. that's, um, and we do do, we do tell her, all right, our special time is coming to an end. Yeah. Um, so you can finish up what you're doing, but I'm going to start picking up. Okay. You know, um, and then criticizing, don't criticize what they're, don't be like, oh, you're going to do it that way. Yeah. You know, things yeah. like that. You want to be positive. And yeah. the thing that I love the most about our sessions is our therapist, she is amazing. She's mm-hmm. like one of three in the state or in the town, city, yeah. Sioux Falls, that does it. Yeah. Does PCIT. And she, like all of her coaching is extremely positive. She yep. will, so you play for five minutes and then she jumps on the speaker, the bug in the ear device. It's like a little yep. thing. Yeah. Yep. And she talks into this little thing in her office 
and she'll be like, you're doing really good with these skills yep. and you just need a little more of these. And she'll give you examples. Like right. she'll watch the screen and like, oh, you could say, oh, I really like how you're sitting nice and calm. Or I see that you're frustrated, mm -hmm. but you're doing really well, you know. With this. Yeah, exactly. So she's, she's in a sense doing what, like demonstrating. Yes, but she's using you, it on you. Yeah. What you, which is wild. <laughs> but it is so, it's so. See, this is why I couldn't have that job. Because like, it's so much thinking. But no, so I get that. It's so hard. It, I get that, um, like, what she's having you do is practice it so yeah. that you can, and it would, it does take practice to do it that way because it's just not as natural. Yeah. There's so many things that we are exposed to, especially, like, the way our parents raised us mm -hmm. that aren't these things. Or, like, even, or even just, just at work. Yeah. Or wherever, where it's, Yeah. It's very, it's, I, I'm, I have a hard time not gushing about Chris and Elowen when doing this because they have made so much progress mm -hmm. together and I just absolutely adore it so much. But like, whenever she, um, Elowen like shows him, you can see like the little smile on his face mm -hmm. and like, um, they'll like mess around and he's just, they're both just smiling yeah. and laughing and then like. Our therapist will tell him, oh, you're doing really great with these ones, or you can try this. And he gets, like, this, like, confidence yeah. in himself. You can see, like, from his first, from our first session to, like, last week. Yep. A million percent different. Yeah. Like, him and Elowen actually have a relationship now. Mm -hmm. They actually get along. They yeah. actually interact now. No, that's really nice, too. Especially, I think that there's, um so much when you're growing up as a kid where you can start to get closer to one parent versus another. Well, and so. she is very, her and I have always been very close. Yeah. And her and Chris have never been as close. As close. And really it's always been like, dad's the bad guy. Yeah. He's the one that if I get in trouble is going to uphold, you know. Yeah. And now it's really starting to be that positive relationship. Which, which is, is what you want. But which is why we easy. started doing this. Yeah. Because they were like, yeah, this might be really good for you guys. And I was like, well, am I able to do it with yeah. them? And they were like, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. It's like all, all three of you. Yeah. And I was like, perfect. And I didn't realize how much better it could be. Yeah. Like... And this is just phase one. We um, we have seen less tantrums. Mm -hmm. We have seen more communication. We have seen better direction following. Mm -hmm. You know, just it it's so much different from when she first started. Right. Um, but phase one is meant to decrease frequent frequency, severity, and duration of tantrums. Um, decrease activity levels, so she's not just like running around like a yeah. crazy person yeah um decrease attention seeking behaviors elowen was to a point of any attention is good attention yep yep um decrease the parent frustration increase feelings of security safety and attachment to the primary caregivers increase attention span increase self-esteem and increase pro-social behaviors so like like I said, decreasing that um, attention seeking. Right. Um, 
she has stopped, pretty much stopped lying altogether. She was going through the lying phase. And that ended so fast once we started this. Yeah. And, like, there's just... She, last week, she stayed in her bed, in her room, the first time we put her to bed every single day except for one. Yeah, that's great. That's Which is It's got to be feels so good to have that yeah. improvement. Yeah. And every single week when we go in, we fill out this assessment type thing where mm-hmm. we talk, like, it's got a list of all the things, all the behaviors and stuff oh, that we cool. see, and yeah. we mark how frequent it happens. Mm-hmm. And she graphs it and shows us. And I actually, I'll show you our graph. Yeah. Um, and like, so you do the initial one and Chris and I were within like three points of each other yep. on our, so we were very much in the same place. Yep. And then we saw a spike mm-hmm. and then we saw a drop mm-hmm. and we saw a little bit of a spike. Cause like two weeks ago, we kind of had a rough week. Yeah. And then we're back down. Like it's, I'll show you, it's really cool. Um, and she talks us through every single session, like what improvements, and right now we're working on getting to our mastery levels. So you have to have in each five minute session, you have to have 10 of the praise, reflect, imitate, describe, and enjoy mm-hmm. moments. Um, so 10 of those each. And then, and I think it's zero, one to, or two to zero of the um, questions, commands, criticizing total. Yeah. Which both of us have zero on the criticizing. Mm-hmm. Um and Chris has, Chris, Chris only ends up with two questions. It mm-hmm. seems like both, both of the, like last session, he had one question, mm-hmm. zero commands and zero criticizing. Yeah. And I had one command and one question. <laughs> Cause it's just so, uh, yeah. So, okay. So, um, I have questions, but ask them. Okay. So. How would you do it for, how would you start it early? Like, are you starting to implement some of it with Dean and Delilah or? Um, not quite because they're not super interested in playing with you. Right. You know, um, we do, we do a lot of labeled praise, Mm -hmm. a lot of praise with them. Um, and I do still ask them questions. Like, if they're trying to do something and I need to clarify what they're trying... Because they don't talk quite yet. Yeah, yeah. Like, they do, but they don't make, like, complete sense. Right. Um, commands have gone down a lot. Chris and I have never been the kind to criticize yeah. the things our kids are doing. Yeah. Um, so it's never been like, oh, you're doing it that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we've never been those parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Obviously, as they get older, we're definitely going to implement it with them. But I don't really know what age we'll implement. Because I don't see us doing it now. Yeah. Because they're not doing the same things Elowen does. Right. I would, yeah, that's what I would be kind of curious about is what point would you implement it with the younger children? Because, like, I know for me, um, right now what I'm working on is figuring out how Archer wants me to play with him because I yes. know he wants me to play with him. I just don't know no. how. How? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I would say probably about three is. I would say about the age that you. Because they've got the voice. They've got the. I mean, right now. I mean, obviously they do have the behavior, but it's like for me, I've got to kind of work on um, what kind of corrective behavior is beneficial for him. One thing we have learned with Elowen, and I don't, 
like we don't really we use this with the twins because they're kind of in that tantrum phase yeah so when they're doing those tantrums or attention seeking behaviors just ignore the non-want the unwanted behaviors and you'll go through something called an extinction period where Mm -hmm. it escalates yeah like it goes up shoots up Mm -hmm. and you see a lot of those specific behaviors yeah so the tantrums you'll see a lot more and a lot more severe and a lot longer tantrums Mm -hmm. but if you continue to ignore those will decrease Mm -hmm. if you know he's so Dean used to scream and throw himself back and end up like hitting his head. Yep. And we would, as soon as he'd start screaming, we'd be like, all right, and let him do his thing. Yeah. And then when he calmed down, we'd be like, hey, I love how you calmed down. That was really good. Um, And now he doesn't scream as much. He still does sometimes. Yeah. But right now his thing is pouting and he puts his little hands up to his face like this and sticks out his little bottom lip. <laughs> Cute. And will like lay in the like the yoga mouse position. Yeah. He'll lay like that on the floor or rest his head against yeah. the wall and do that. And you just ignore him. Yeah. And he eventually like I think it's just like gotta learn to be consistent. It's really hard. I mean Archer's an only child, so I feel like um, since he's been young, if he starts crying, somebody's there mm-hmm. for him. Well, and that's how it was with Elowen. But, like, when he's throwing the tantrums, it's like, I can't fix it if it's, like, because, so, I mean, like, the tantrums are, I don't want him playing on the stairs right now or whatever. Right. It's things that I cannot fix, so. Yeah. And those are the ones that you want to ignore. Yeah. Those are the ones you want to, this is how it's going, and I'm not going to acknowledge this behavior that I don't want you to do. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Delilah gets really upset if her sippy cup is empty. Yeah. And, like, she wants a drink. She'll yeah. start crying. Yeah. And she'll bring me her sippy and cup. And means And then attention. If, if it doesn't happen right away, she'll get even more upset. Yep. And it's just, hey... Give me a second. I'm going to, let's go fill it up. Right. And then she'll walk with me and I'll fill it up and I'll hand it to her and she'll say thank you and be done. Yeah. And it's, it, so it definitely depends on the reason. Yeah. If it's something that they cannot fix. Yep. Like that cannot be fixed. Um, right now, one thing that we're struggling with with Dean, he has this train and the batteries are dead mm-hmm. and we don't have the batteries for mm-hmm. it. And he has wanted me to turn it on for the last two days. <laughs> and I'm like, buddy, the batteries are dead. Yep. And I will show him that the batteries are dead. That it's not turning on. No and matter what I do. The and then he has the yep. tantrum. Archer so I just the took the toy and I set it up on the counter and I said, we're done with it for now. Mm-hmm. And he has been fine. Hmm. Well, that's pretty good then. Yeah. And obviously, like, it's the out of sight, out of mind yeah. kind of part of it. Yeah. But... Yeah, it's if it was Elowen, she would fixate on that. Yeah, it's you know? definitely trying to be fa- consistent because I think for me sometimes I'm like, okay, well, if you're throwing a tantrum, then maybe we'll distract you with something else. Yeah, but then that's like he's it doesn't work. You're giving into that behavior is what they're learning from that. So if I throw a fit, I'm gonna get something that I want. Yeah. Either what I'm throwing a fit about or something else desirable. Or, like, for me, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Like, he, he wants to be 
playing on the stairs and I'm yep. like, here's this toy. And he's yep. like, I've already played that toy or whatever. One thing you can, we have done with Elowen is give her a choice. So she really likes playing with baby dolls. Yep. And our therapist has not been putting the babies in the baby doll in the playroom. Yep. She sets out different toys that she knows Elowen likes, but not the baby. So the first thing Elowen sees when she walks in is that there's no baby in there. Mm-hmm. She'll be like, well, where's the baby? And our therapist will say, well, I didn't put the baby in here this time. Maybe we can do it next time. But I put this toy, this toy, and this toys, these toys in here. Yeah. Those are your choices. Yeah. And Elowen has learned to accept it mm-hmm. and just go along with it. Um, so yeah, you want to give them the choice of like, you can do this or this instead of this. Yep. But I'm not going to acknowledge you throwing a tantrum because you're not getting your way. Yeah. And I'm not going to give in. Yeah. And it is, it's very hard to be consistent. And I'm, I'm, I'm a pushover parent. Yeah. I want to give my babies everything that they want when they want it. Yep. That's me. No questions asked. And that's why I think we talked about it earlier a few episodes ago, one episode ago, where like, I can't strive with Archer very well anymore because like he'll throw the tantrum and there's nothing that I can do. And oh my gosh. It's the hardest for me ever. I'm just like, well, for me, it's like mom guilt that's going on where I'm like, it's my fault. Yeah, I'm a bad mom because he's crying. Yep. Yep. All right. So phase two, we haven't gotten there yet and we'll get there after we hit mastery, which we're super close to. Mm -hmm. And this actually can go from six to 20 weeks. And you go every single week. Once I have a week to think to about, it. I'm not, I'm not in my pregnancy brain anymore. I have to think about how many months that is because um, I cannot do weeks anymore. Four, five months. Yeah. Five months. Yep. Um, and we have been doing it since. I, you can just September, give me a month, I think. <laughs> I think we've been doing it yeah. since September. I can't remember exactly. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, it was August because it was our first session. Our second session was the day Elowen had surgery mm-hmm. on her yeah. um, bronchial cleft. And uh, we ended up having to cancel. For obvious Or no, we reasons. didn't. We didn't cancel. She wanted to go still. Yeah. Yeah. She was insistent on going. And we walked in and she was like, I had surgery this morning. And our therapist like looks at me and I was like, I tried to talk her out of it. <laughs> like I told her she didn't out have to. Surgery. No, out of out of having to come yeah. to the appointment. I was like, she didn't have to. We told her that, but she wanted to. Aw. So it was the week before the 22nd of August, whatever, seven yeah. days before that is. That was so our you've first been session. Doing it for two or three months. Yeah. Coming up on three. Yep. And we are almost to our mastery. Mm -hmm. The only thing that we haven't mastered is description or describe. Yep. Yep. Um, So phase two, we were told, all our therapist has said is that this is where Elowen will have to do the hard work. Mm -hmm. Like we have been working our butts off in phase one. Yeah. It is her turn to do the work. And um, phase two is to equip you with the most challenging equip you to manage the most challenging behaviors while staying calm, confident, and consistent. Yeah. So it teaches you that consistency. Teaches you, the parent, or teaches the kid? Teaches us the consistency, which teaches her that we're not going to give in. Mm -hmm. Um, Phase two is meant to decrease the frequency, severity, and duration of aggressive behaviors, 
decrease frequency of destructive behaviors, decrease defiance, increase compliance with adult requests, mm -hmm. um, increase respect for house rules, improve behaviors in public, and increase parental calmness and confidence during discipline. So, like, those times where you're like, am I doing the right thing? Yeah. This will teach you, like, this is what you need. Um, the resources to that. This yeah. is the right thing. And then the consistency that we were just talking yes, about. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it, and we're super close to that. And I was actually wrong. I have it written down here. Um, with consistent attendance and then homework completion, which is the five minutes every day at night, yeah. you know, doing the special time, it yep. can be completed in 12 to 20 sessions. Okay. So three to five months. Yep. Um, but yeah, we haven't gotten to, um, phase two yet. So I'll mm -hmm. have to do an update when we get there. Yeah. But basically phase two is all about breaking those habits of behavior. Right. And teaching parents to be calm. Cause I know like Chris gets really frustrated when the kids have tantrums. Yeah. Um, it's overstimulating for him. Yep. Um, he's very sensitive to sound. Mm-hmm. And they are very high pitched. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I, I am lucky to have the ability to just like tune everything out. Yeah. So I can just ignore them when they're crying. Well, yeah, I think it's difficult because like when I was young, um, there were times like where my, my grandma would be like, I would be crying and my grandma would be like, all right, well, when you're ready to join us in the real world. And I'm like, Whoa. Okay. I do tell I do tell the kids when you're done with your tantrum, you yeah. can come talk to me. Yeah, that's I think more realistic. I think because it's like you got to validate the emotion because like, well, to give context to what my grandma said, my younger brother hit me with a wooden stick and I cried. <laughs> well, that's rude. <laughs> No, so, like, Delilah, she, when she gets mad, she hits or she bites. Mm -hmm. And I will tell her, it is okay to be mad, but it is not okay to hurt each other. Yeah. And when you are done being upset, you can come over and play with us. Or yeah. you can come sit with me. Or, um, or like, Elowen, when I can see she's getting frustrated or she's getting really upset. One thing I have learned, mm -hmm. and I would recommend doing this, <laughs> when you see your child starting to get upset and they're trying to express something that they're having a hard time with mm -hmm. ask them if they want a hug yeah i literally just be like elowen do you need a hug mm -hmm. and she'll say yes and i'll give her a hug and then she'll sit with me i'll be like all right let's talk mm -hmm. and that helps kind of ground them yeah and bring them back to themselves yeah. instead of those big huge feelings because it it's you know there's so much that gets overwhelming as kids and as yes. babies oh. I know. I wish we could do that now. Well, I do <laughs> it with I could the do twins. That now. <laughs> I do it with the twins. Like, if I see them having, like, getting upset, I'll yeah. be like, do you need a hug? Yep. And, like, my favorite is Dean says, yep, now. Yup. So yeah, exactly. Exactly like that. So I'll be like, do you need a hug? And he'll go, yup. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right, come here. <laughs> it's so cute see what i've been doing for like the car situation which you can probably tell i've needed to talk to my therapist <laughs> it's stressful the car like i don't when they're like 
screaming in the car and I'm just like I'm trying to keep us alive yeah and trying to get home um is like just talking to them and being like yeah I really want to be home too and yeah that's what I've been trying to do even though I know he doesn't understand me but I feel like me saying that kind of prepares me for when he is older and throwing those tantrums in the car because they're gonna happen i mean you're validating his feelings and you're letting him know you understand and yeah while he may not quite understand that yeah that reassurance i think helps a lot yeah that's what i hope it helps for him but i know that for me it's like just that practice that they're having you do in uh your therapy where i'm just trying to practice being like okay so it's validating and yeah, yeah, I definitely think validation is one of the biggest things. And that's um, with PCIT, you get a lot, as a parent, you get a lot of validation that you're doing good. Yeah, because she's you're, telling you. Yeah, she's constantly <laughs> she's praising doing, you. Yeah, she's doing it free to you. Yes, and it's it's great. Like, you feel so good leaving. And yeah, Elwin absolutely loves going. She loves doing... I think that's really nice for you as a parent, too, to be able to leave instead of, like, this is what you need to do better, this, 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 yeah. this, which it's, I think is... This is what you're doing really, really good at. Yeah. And you're really close to doing excellent at this. Yeah. Like, you know. And... I think my favorite thing is Elowen loves PCIT time so much that even when she is not home, like if she spends the night she'll with like my mom, she'll be like, Grandma, can we do PCIT? <laughs> and make my mom do it with her. My mom has no idea <laughs> the ins and outs of this. All she knows is that you play with Elowen for five minutes and let her lead you. Yeah. But Elowen loves it so much. Mm-hmm. She'll bring it to other people, yeah. which is she nice. Keeps it's us, good. She keeps us on our, like, on yeah. it. She makes sure it gets done. Like, she, it has been so beneficial. And I definitely am, like, I think every parent should do this. Yeah. I think this should I be. I wish it was free. Yeah. I wish that this was something that they, like. A class. Because yes. there's no parent. I mean, there's parenting classes, but. I think that the way that those parenting classes go is the exact opposite where they're like, this is what you need to be doing. Yeah. And you're like, oh, God, I'm doing two of those things. Yeah. And you're (laughs) like, I'm a bad parent. Whereas you leave this being like, I am doing really good and we are doing really good. And it really has helped Chris and I be on the same page. Yeah. Like, that's what I kind of want, too. Uh, Gosh, if it were free. (laughs) I would definitely, if you get the chance when he is older... Definitely look into it. If anything, I'll just teach you. I'll yeah, do it with you. It's one of those things that, like, um, even Mason and I, we've obviously had discussions on how we want to parent and we're on the same page. But then when it comes to that situation, and then you're like, okay, so this is not what we discussed we wanted to do. Like, for instance, if, um, like, when... Archer accidentally falls or hurts himself, then one of us gets really overwhelmed and pissed. But there, and it shows that we're getting pissed at Archer, and that's not the case. And right. We, we recognize that, and we've talked about it, but not in that situation. And I actually had to bring it up in, to my therapist and be like, okay, so how do I bring this up and not sound like I'm criticizing his parenting because I right. know anytime he brings it up with me, I feel like he's criticizing my right. parenting. Right. 
And I know that it's like the depression talking, but I I, yes. I can't expect, if I bring it up to him, I can't expect him not to get mad at me because I get mad at him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's, um, that is something that Chris and I have had to work on. Mm -hmm. um, when in stressful situations, not necessarily like the getting hurt, but like when the kids are misbehaving. Yeah, those stressful situations. And I know like... that he's getting frustrated or he can see that I'm getting overwhelmed. Yeah. We have made a deal where like he does not have to say anything to me. Yeah. He just goes into the room and shuts the door and I take over mm -hmm. and then I will go check on him. Yep. Or like if he starts, if he doesn't have the presence of mind to recognize that he's getting frustrated and I can hear it. Like I can hear him getting angry with the kids. Yeah. I will just do that. And he just goes and See, takes a break and he will then once he has calmed down, he'll come out and like, like in the past, if he has yelled at Elowen mm -hmm. and like been really angry and like really yelled at her. Yeah. And I have made him leave. He will come out and he'll give her a hug and just be like, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have gotten that mad. I shouldn't yep. have yelled at you. I was very overwhelmed. Yep. And that's not your fault. Yep. You know? And I think that's the right way to handle that, too. Yeah. Because we're all human and we're going to get overwhelmed with our kids. Right. And it shows, like, you may mess up, but you can fix it. Yeah. You can. And he is recognizing that he has made this mistake. And, yep. like, I will get really overwhelmed and I'll just be like, I cannot do this right now. I need to go take a break. Yep. And I will sit in our room for five, ten minutes while mm -hmm. he handles it. And then I will come out and I will yeah, be calm and happy. Like, I don't get to the point where I'm yelling at the kids. Yeah. Like, I, I just get so angry that, like, I don't know how to sound say this without sounding like I'm an abusive parent because I've never hurt my kids. Yeah. But I want to hurt them. Yeah. Yep. It's that mentality of, if you're going to cry, I'm going to give you something to cry about. Yeah. Which is not good. Don't do that to your kids. Yeah. My parents, you've never my, my dad did it's, that to me. Yeah. You've never acted on it. So it's like a difference. But yeah. like, it's yeah. the thought, which is a symptom of depression. Yes, exactly. It's uh -huh. the thought. It's that aggression. And that's when I have that feeling. That's when I know I need to take a break. And I recognize that. Mm -hmm. Whereas Chris doesn't have that. Yeah. He just, because of his borderline personality, he and goes from zero to a hundred super fast, but it, he is learning how to manage it and is learning how to, once he has calmed down, apologize and rec and admit that this was not right. And this is how I'm going to fix it. And this is, you know, and I think the PCIT has really helped because now him and Elowen not only have a relationship Mm -hmm. She is starting to respect what he says now. Yeah. And she, um, when he gets upset and he comes out and apologizes, she is more willing right. to accept that. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that you brought it up that way, too, that you guys leave before it gets bad, too. Because, like, for me, when I brought it up with my therapist, that's exactly what she said. Because I was like, so Mason got really upset about this thing. And then she was like, okay, so, like, what caused the upset and everything? And she was like, okay, so do you think that you could have taken over before this? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. Yeah, I can... We have done a lot of work 
to be on the same page. Yep. Like, I yep. recognize Chris's signs mm-hmm. that he is getting angry. And that's exactly what my therapist said, is, like, ask that what the signs are that you're getting overwhelmed mm-hmm. so that you can know when to step in. Yeah. And I do already know those signs, and yeah, yeah. It's it's really hard, especially when you're feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, But you see your partner is more overwhelmed or is getting to a point like yeah that's my thing this sounds bad but chris is more volatile than me Mm -hmm. um his not to say like his emotions are bigger yeah but they're they are they're bigger yeah and so even if i'm overwhelmed and i see that he is getting to a breaking point I have to just, like, put my shit aside and just take over. And, I mean, he does the same thing. Yep. But. Um, I think as a parent, you're always overwhelmed. So, it's more just, like. Um, the breaking can, point. Yeah. Who's closer to their breaking yep. point, I think. And it does. it. I mean, Chris and I have been together 11 years. We've mm-hmm. been parenting for six years. Mm-hmm. So, we have all Gosh. these years of figuring each other out and figuring out how we manage kids and. You're old. I know. <laughs> I couldn't let that pass. I'm well, sorry. We went to the haunted house last night because I sent you that picture. Yeah. And they had the front was complete was set up the same way as the last time we went through. And I told Chris, I said the last time we went through, I was four weeks pregnant with Elwin. Wow. Or I was eight weeks pregnant with Elwin. Yeah. And he was like, "That was a long time ago." And yeah. I was like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> They had, like, the um, brag board up from mm-hmm. 2018, oh, which gosh. was Chris's last year working the haunted mm-hmm. house. And I was like, that was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we've, I mean, it has taken us set six years, almost seven years, to figure each other out in stressful yeah. situations like this. And it's this. something that you're always learning, too. Oh, yeah. Because, like... I mean, I'm always changing. Everybody's right. always changing. And statistically, they say that um, if couples are going to divorce mm-hmm. or split up, it's the first five years of a child's life. Yeah. So Chris and I are now doing it as like a countdown. Yeah. If we make it to the twins being five years old, yeah. we're not getting divorced. I don't think we're going to get divorced. I don't see that in our future at all. Yeah. But like... You know, right? It because those first five years are the most stressful. Yeah, I get and that. I think that's where all of this comes in handy. Mm-hmm. Like starting it when I would say about three is a good time to start implementing this, because then they're actively wanting to play with you, and you can start yeah. building those. Yeah, relationships. And it's that and, um, difference that you talked about a few episodes ago, where it's the. Um, what is, what's the difference? Pa- passive play, active play? Like, a parallel play and interactive play. Yes. 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 So Chris and Elowin, when we first started, they started out parallel play. Yeah. So Not like, playing together, but playing next to each other. Yep. Whereas now they play together. Yeah. So like right now, at the age that Archer is at and probably Dean and Delilah, yep. you're doing the parallel play. Yes. Yep. They like to show me things. Yep. But... They don't really play with anyone but each other. Yeah. And it's super funny because they do play together sometimes. Or, like, they won't be playing together, but they will take something that they're playing with over to the other to show them. Yeah. So, they're, yeah, at this age, they're doing parallel play. Yep. Until they're about three. Because three is when they can really start making friends. Yep. Um, 
Which is so weird to think about because you would think, like, as babies, they can have friends. Um, Archer does have friends. But they They just bully him. (laughs) (laughs) But they don't really have friends. Yeah, they don't. That's the thing. It's so weird to think about. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Dan and Delilah have each other as friends, and that's because they're siblings. Yeah. But they don't have, like, they have other kids that they like to be around, but they don't have friends. Not well, the way Elowen has friends. I think the friendship is like the talking thing. Yeah, like you have yeah, you're playing interests. together. You yeah, the you have interactive that interactive play. Yeah, I just had never heard of that before. You so like that's why I'm kind of like, oh, that's really interesting to think about because, I mean, like for me, it doesn't always feel like I'm playing with Archer, but if I'm there, it's to a him. Parallel. You're playing with him. Yeah, yeah. Chris and I joke a lot. Um, we parallel play a lot. Mm-hmm. He will play video games and I will sit oh. on the couch and read or crochet yeah, or play on my point. phone. Yeah. Like we do a ton of parallel play. Yeah. When um, you're there, that's like. As adults. Yeah. 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 We're just in the same room. We don't even have to be interacting. Like, so Chris, we have a second TV because we got that new TV and we have um, the old TV over in like the dining room on yep. the little entertainment stand. Yep. And he has brought his gaming chair or his comfy chair over there. Yep. And so he's right by my spot on the couch. Mm-hmm. So I sit in the little L shape of yeah. the couch and he sits, you know, 10, not even 10, five feet away from me. Mm-hmm. And he plays his video games and I do whatever. Yeah. We're right next to each other. Mm-hmm. We're not talking. We're not doing the same thing. I'm not even paying attention to what he's doing. Yeah. I wouldn't but even notice. But it's still like the... Um, companionship. Yep. Exactly. Yep. The companionship. Yeah. That's... And I think, you know, just sitting on the floor and like, I don't know if Archer has blocks. Yeah. But just like sitting on the floor and building your own thing. Yeah. Or, and then Archer takes it apart. That's yes. what we've been doing lately. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Perfect. Parallel yep. play. Excellent yep. bonding. Like that is... And... So, yeah. Well, I feel like I've learned a lot. (laughs) Your brain probably feels like it's going to explode. But I will, I'll show you once we're done with this, I will show you like our stuff. Yeah. All of the, um, and I could even screenshot, I could screenshot from like our first visit to our most recent visit and we could post that. Yep. Um, so people can kind of see what it looks like. I hope everybody who's listening, Hopefully more than the two. More than our moms. Hi, moms. <laughs> are li- listening and have learned a lot, but I hope I hope Brandy and my mom have learned a lot. <laughs> yeah. I actually, okay, so my friend, one of, my friend that listens to us, mm-hmm. um, who's in the UK, yep. I was talking to her the other day, and she was like, I'm really glad you guys are back up and running again. <laughs> I was Aww. like, oh, thanks, Claire. Cute. <laughs> Shout out to yes. you, our number three fan yeah i would say or she, number two I well think i think our moms are, and claire are like first number fans. one fans yeah shout yeah. out we appreciate you yeah love you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well you can give us rating at well wherever you're listening you can you can <laughs> you started with so much confidence <laughs> you can you can rate us wherever you're listening but you can talk to us at our Instagram, comment on our posts. I spend so much time on them, kind of, sort of. 
um, <laughs> which is Instagram Mental Mamas underscore podcast, Facebook Just Mental Mamas podcast with spaces in the appropriate spaces, <laughs> places, spaces in the appropriate places, and we have a email address which is r and j m m p at gmail dot com, and you can let us know what you think at any of those spots or just make it public on your podcast listening platform yeah and share us with friends or family or whoever you know that might need or whoever needs a laugh yeah whoever might need a laugh tantrums. or whatever whoever likes tantrums about parenting tantrums or tangents <laughs> ah, yes <laughs> the answer Both. is yes Both. <laughs> I did mean tangents. But... <laughs> tantrums works too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to speak. I don't know English. <laughs> it's not my first language. <laughs> Even though it is. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for taking a listen. Okay. Bye. Bye.